0: Welcome back to Uncle Tom Talks with Derek Wilburn, every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. Mountain Time. Mr. Derek Wilburn will be hitting you with the truth. So here we go with Mr. Derek Wilburn. I am that man. I am Derek Wilburn. This is Uncle Tom Talks. We're getting right into it tonight. Straight. I'm going to dispense with the formalities and the pleasantries and get straight to topic, because uh, I am hot. I mean, I am hot, and I don't feel like saying hello and how are you to all you people, because this show is all about me. So listen, I don't like making this show about me personally. I mean, I usually. I mean, I want to get into topics affecting our nation. If you've been paying attention, Uncle Tom. Talks we're surfing the archives. Talk about the president, the vice foreign affairs, domestic affairs, stuff like that. The show isn't to talk about me, but there comes a time when talking about yourself when you have a platform like this is necessary, and this is one of those times. The title of this show, I believe, is "You Should Have Left Me Alone," and the thumbnail is sometimes you know. There's an old saying: sometimes it's best just let a sleeping dog lie you see a sleeping dog sometimes it's best to just let him sleep this is the continuing saga of the colorado springs district 20 school board meetings and i live in colorado springs i live in colorado springs academy school district 20 my children all have attended district 20 schools one still does our youngest is still in high school and The left, so let me reset the state. If you've been following Uncle Tom Talks, you know a lot of this. I'm only going to reset this for 60 seconds. Academy District 20 is our school district. It is a predominantly conservative district. Colorado Springs is a conservative city. We're in Colorado's 5th Congressional District, which is a conservative district, arguably one of the five most conservative in the country. Uh, Democrats don't win here. And uh, our school district is predominantly conservative. So last November, we elected, we have school board elections and in our district, we elected three conservative candidates. Should come as a surprise to nobody, that's the district. While the left in our district has been throwing a hissy fit uh, ever since. And our district meets every, th- every other Thursday. Actually, I believe it's the first and third Thursday of every month. So it's technically not every other Thursday, because last month there was five Thursdays. But every other Thursday, give or take. And the school board meetings open as most do with public comments. And the left in District 20 has come out so nasty, calling our school board members all kinds of nasty names and ridiculing them and calling them bigots and accusing their families of being racist and, and just just ugly stuff, ugly, ugly stuff, unwarranted, uh, unverifiable. And even if it were warranted, which it's not, it's not helpful. You know, us sitting around and having these food fights is doing nothing for childhood education. So at the school board meeting on March the 10th, a poem was read. March the 10th was, I believe it was March 10th, I believe it was um, Dr. Seuss Day and a person got up and read a poem in the in the style of Dr. Seuss. That was just nasty, just vile, just not not necessary, not helpful. And our school board members can only just sit there and listen, right? They don't respond. So I did my podcast, I believe on March 10th. Yeah. Thursday School board recap is available on conservative- dailycom It's also on my YouTube channel and I played that video. I played the video of that poem and another and another comment from the from the Peanut gallery that just was so so vile, so disgusting. So I played that on my podcast and then I broke it down. I talked about it. Well I'm going re- I'm going replay that now. And then we're gonna get into the purpose for this show because the left that is behind this poem has decided to take me on personally. Sent me a phony cease and desist letter and now they've taken it up yet another notch and I'm gonna exp- name some names tonight. Okay? In, in the past two shows where I've talked about this, I am I don't like getting personal with people on social media or on my podcast. I don't think it's appropriate. I don't name names I might talk about what you did in a generic term sense but boxing people putting their name on the internet uh, that's that's not helping our country but tonight I'm going to because this person has picked a fight with me not the other way around and I'm the wrong brother to play this game with okay I am hot I'm sick and tired of it so heavyweight champion or actually no uh, mixed master Z. The heavyweight champion, Apollo Creed, has got the night off. We've got the mix master spin in the discs. We're going to go with our first cut. So this cut is, this is the poem in question. OK, so this, this is a poem that was written by an individual and read by another individual at our school board, Academy District 20 in Colorado Springs on March the 10th. So this person came up to the podium. You get three minutes to speak. And this is what was said. Again, I didn't edit this. I didn't alter it. These aren't my words. I didn't put it on the internet. The school district did. I had nothing to do with it. Other than the fact that I was there. I was there in the room listening and watching live as this disgusting poem about our new school board members Just elected in November, as this disgusting poem was read, I had nothing to do with it. Hit it.
1: Well, hello there board, today is your day to sit down and meet and to greet and to say all the things that you will, all the things you believe, all the things that have given me reason to grieve. Take books for example, I hear there's a plan, a plan that's been hatched or perhaps it's in hand. A plan with demands from a salty old man to take books. He finds ill and establish a ban. That man is a fool and fools make dumb rules. Books are great tools, keep them in all our schools. And the next silly thing the silly board wants to voice is pretending that parents do not have a choice to enter the classrooms or talk to the teachers or voice their concerns, even be overreachers. The problem is not real. Shh, this board isn't either. So let's pause for a second and just all take a breather. Up next is a problem we'll see through and through. It's the way that you talk about LGBTQ. Your hate-filled rhetoric is hurtful that's true and all I can say is shame on each one of you. So be better humans from here on today because you're impacting lives with the words that you say. DRT is not taught that's a dead fight it's true but let's chat about the past of the red, white, and blue. The history of our country is harsh, it is bad. It is full of division, power plays, it's quite sad. But that doesn't mean that we just shouldn't teach it. In fact, we should yell it and scream it and preach it. Cause if we stay silent, come on, we won't beat it. The truth is instead we'll be doomed to repeat it. And finally, dear board, let us lift up these teachers They're one of a kind, almost mythical creatures. Committed to building up your kids and mine, they do it for love, they're not out here to shine. So instead of reducing their time left to plan, we should prop them all up, do whatever we can to support them and love them and make sure that they know that without them our kids won't continue to grow. Now in closing dear board so you can see clearer, pretend I am standing here holding up a mirror Take a deep look inside it, a real nice long stare, and let's see what needs changed to show that you care.
0: Okay, so that's the poem. Now, in the beginning, she made reference to a salty old man. That's a dig at Aaron Salt. Aaron Salt is a member of our school board. He was just elected in November. He is a conservative, called him a fool, said that he makes dumb rules, um, and on and on it went, including a call to us, let's all be better people. So that was really interesting to me. But I've broken that poem down in previous episodes. So I'm not going to get into that tonight. If you want to hear my take on that poem, go to the March 10th episode of Uncle Tom Talks. You can find it on my YouTube channel. You can find it on conservative daily.com. You can find it in a number of places. And then um, two weeks after that show, I did one called The School Board Saga continues where we talked a little bit more so you've heard the poem now here's what's happened in the days and weeks since that poem and take it remember this is a public school board meeting these are public comments made at a public school board meeting and then the video account of that meeting was put on the internet by the school district i have nothing to do with this so i did my march 10th show and broke down that disgusting, vile, Dr. Seuss poem. Following me producing that show, that podcast, I received an email. Uh, heavyweight, uh, master bring up image number seven, please. Put that on screen so everyone can see. There is, everyone can see what it, this is. There's no, I'm not doctoring any of this. This came into my personal email account ceasist of intellectual property alright so this is very legal sounding it has recently been brought to my attention that you have on more than one occasion utilized recited presented leveraged or otherwise made use of intellectual property without proper credit being given or permission being sought from the owner and creator The intellectual property at hand is a poem that was written and presented at the District 20 Board of Education meeting on March 3rd, 2022. That particular presentation slash recital of this work was done with the expressed written permission of the author of the poem. So apparently the lady who read the poem had a written permission slip from its author. You have since used that intellectual property, both partially and in its entirety, multiple times. That's true. It currently exists in a YouTube video entitled, How the Left Treats Our Poor Sitting Duck School Board Members, dated March 10, 2022. This video has 84 views and is currently still available on that platform. Thanks to you, author of this letter, it now has 140 views. There is reason to believe it has been used on the following platforms as well. And you see the list. It is required that you immediately cease and desist all such uses of this intellectual property without proper credit being given or without the express written consent of the owner and creator of the property. If you fail to comply with the aforementioned demands within seven days, we have no idea who we is, We'll have no choice but to pursue all legal courses of action, including but not limited to the filing of a lawsuit to protect our interests. We remind you that this letter serves as a pre-suit notice for a lawsuit against you. And failing to correct, and failing to correct will likely make you liable for any damages the court determines we, whoever we is, have suffered as a result of your infringement, including any reasonable legal and attorney's fees. Govern your actions accordingly. Sincerely, Tim Hoffman. Now, I have not used Mr. Hoffman's name on Uncle Tom Talks until right now. It's the first time I've named him by name. Tim, T-Y-M-M, Hoffman, H-O-F-F-M-A-N sent me this letter. Okay, now. That is in response to the March 10th Uncle Tom Talks. Now, I responded to Mr. Hoffman and basically told him to go pound salt. Sorry, Aaron. Basically told him to pound salt. He doesn't understand intellectual property. Intellectual property in the United States is protected one of four ways. Copyright, patent, uh, trademark, trade secret. This poem has none of those. And even if it did, it was a public reading at a public school board meeting that was put on the internet by the school board by the school district not by me once you go to a school board meeting or you put something on your facebook i mean you place it into the public domain you have no expectation of privacy that's out the window you show up at a school i did this as many of you know i spoke at a school board meeting last year got millions of views i have no expectation of privacy Once the school board put that on the internet, I don't own that intellectual property. It isn't even intellectual property. So Tim Hoffman sends me this letter. I respond to him and tell him, sorry, not gonna do it. Now, before I move on to where this has gone, because Hoffman has now taken it up another level, before I get to that, I do wanna say this. First of all, why does Mr. Hoffman care so much? Okay, so the person who read this poem you just heard, was a female. Obviously, that's not Mr. Tim Hoffman. The introduction of the poem, she said she was reading it for a service member who had written it, but couldn't be there that night because he was fulfilling his obligation, his duty to serve our country. So she was reading it on his behalf. Clearly, Mr. Hoffman is not that service member either, as I'm about to show you. He's a local member of the community with a beard down to here, Uh, And he's not a marine or an airman or a sailor or a soldier. So why does he care so much? My suspicion is that Mr. Hoffman is indeed the author of this poem. I can't prove that. I have no way to substantiate that claim, but that's what I suspect. And if I am correct, then he has no honor or integrity whatsoever. Okay, if you won't own it, be a man and own it. Those are my words. Don't hide behind this we. We have reason to believe. We might be bringing a lawsuit. Well, who's we? And I have it on good authority from other people in my community that this Tim Hoffman has gotten particularly nasty with lots of other conservatives, both live, in person, and on the internet so he has a history of doing nasty things like this so i suspect the reason he cares so much about this is because this is his poem and he's just hiding behind this phony service member uh, who, who claiming that the service member is the person who wrote it when indeed he actually is the one who wrote it number two why is me talking about your words a bigger problem than your words Okay, so what Hoffman wants is he wants to take, he wants me to stop talking about his own, his poem. He wants me to take down the video of his poem, which the school board put on the internet in the first place. He's not petitioning school district 20 to take the video record of that meeting off the internet, just my analysis of it. Listen, brother, if you didn't want it on the web, If you're ashamed of your own words, and you should be because that poem was vile. If you're ashamed of your own words, you shouldn't have spoken them in the first place. Okay, the problem here, the mistake here isn't that I analyzed that nasty poem. The mistake here is that you wrote and had someone speak that nasty poem. Okay, you opened yourself up to all of this. I had nothing to do with it. So he sends me this phony cease and desist order, basically pretending to have some legal authority that he does not have. I tell him to pound salt. So what's the next thing he does? And this is something none of you know, because I'm reviewing this for the first time right now. Uh Mix Master Z, bring up image number eight, please. So I get this email in my Gmail from YouTube. Okay, I am a YouTube creator. If you go to YouTube, find my channel, you find my videos. That's what they call us. They call us creators. Derek Wilburn, due to a copyright takedown notice that we received, your video will be taken down from YouTube in seven days. How the left treats our poor sitting duck school board members. Video title, blah, blah, blah. Delayed takedown issued by Tim Hoffman. Tim Hoffman wants to give you an opportunity to resolve your copyright issue before your video is removed, and a copyright strike applied. And then it tells me what my options are. So a copyright strike, when you're a video, when you're a YouTube producer, a copyright strike is a bad thing. You don't get, you only, got, I don't know how many you get. I think you get two or three or four, and then they'll kick you off their platform for violation of copyright. This is a very serious thing. In YouTube's eyes, I'm in trouble. If I do this two more times, they could revoke me. So Hoffman is claiming to own the copyrights to public comments made at a public school board meeting. So now this man has no honor, no integrity whatsoever, which some would argue is typifying of the left, but that's another discussion altogether. First of all, he's not admitting the poem is his when I believe it is. Second of all, he's lying and pretending to be an attorney and sending me this cease and desist order. Third, he goes to YouTube with this tattletale and claims copyrights to something he doesn't have copyright to and gets me in trouble with YouTube. So now I'm about to get a YouTube strike. And I asked YouTube, did you ask Mr. Hoffman for a, to see the copyright? If you apply for a patent or a copyright, you get something in the mail. Did you ask him for it? No, YouTube isn't interested in that. YouTube doesn't get into mitigation. So Hoffman goes to YouTube and claims he has copyrights to something that he does not have copyright to. That's who I'm dealing with, okay? That's this Hoffman cat. Well, as previously mentioned, I don't take being threatened lightly. I don't take it lying down. And this I'm gonna sue you nonsense, I don't play that game either as I've mentioned in previous YouTubes, uh, previous Uncle Tom Talks, as some of you know, just because you know who I am and you follow me, uh, I've been sued and I have sued. Anybody can type in my name in a search engine and, and uh, 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 Alex Jones, who is Infowars, and Jim Hoft is the gateway pundit, and Michelle Hickford, who is Words and Ideas, and Alan West, who is Alan West. You can put all our names in a search engine and find all the information you wanna find out about a lawsuit that I just wound down last year. Another offended liberal, just like Tim Hoffman, just an offended liberal, decided he's gonna drag us into court over something, in 2017. Okay, this has been going, this went on for three and a half years. I've danced with the big boys when it comes to lawsuits. I know what this tune sounds like. I have attorneys in the state of Virginia. So I was sued in the state of Virginia. That's where this action was brought against me and Alex Jones and Alan West and everybody else. I have attorneys in the state of Virginia that I've paid that I've never even met. Okay, I've written checks to attorneys to defend me in a court of law in Virginia. I've never even met these attorneys ever. Probably never will. So I'm not afraid of this lawsuit threat, Hoffman, at all. Don't sing it. Bring it. And we'll see where that goes because you're lying about the fact that you own copyright to something that you do not own. You've perjured yourself already. And you're even under testimony because you have no honor. I mentioned in my Uncle Tom talks, the last time I got into this, all you had to do was call me up. That's it. Get in touch with me, send me an email. Instead of sending me this fake cease and desist, just send me an email and say, Derek, I saw your March 10th YouTube. I've got some concerns. Can I talk to you about it? Can we get together? I would have said, absolutely. Name the time and the place. I'll be there. Happy to. Maybe you see things that I don't see. I see things from my own point of view, as we all do. If you, Mr. Hoffman, see it from a different point of view and think it's something that I need to be made aware of, if you think I've crossed some lines, okay. When and where do you wanna meet? Let's talk about it and come to some sort of a resolution. But no, he sends this phony cease and desist. When that doesn't work, he goes to YouTube and claims to have a copyright that he does not have. And now I'm about to get a YouTube strike, potentially. But here's the thing, Hoffman. When it comes to this playing around, Lawsuit stuff. I I don't play that. That's not how it works. See, to me, you don't send someone an email, say I'm going to sue you. That's not how I roll. If I'm going to sue you, you get a knock on the door one day. Someone hands you an envelope and says, you've been served. Boom. That's how I do it. That's like walking across the field and handing the defensive coordinator a copy of the playbook and saying, we're running play number six next. You don't broadcast that you're going to sue somebody. So that's how I get down. And listen, Hoffman, I didn't want this war. Didn't want it. You brought it to me. And now, brother, storm's coming. Okay, storm's coming. Now, Tim Hoffman, who is this man? This individual, Tim Hoffman, is your very typical, angry, offended American leftist, at least so it would appear check his social media. So he apparently has adopted a pair of, uh, of black daughters of African-American daughters, which God bless them. I mean, good on you. In fact, of all the racists, the, the people who claim and shout racist all the time in this country, you know, about a neighborhood of about 20% of adoptions in this country are interracial adoptions. And of that 20%, about 94% are white people adopting black children. You ever notice this? You don't see black families adopting white children so much. If there's all this racism, okay, if everything is racist, why are so many white families willing to adopt and raise black children, like Colin Kaepernick's parents? So Hoffman is an offended, racist, offended uh, liberal who sees racism everywhere. Everywhere, and I'm going to expose this guy because he's he's doing it to me. Turn about is fair play. Let's bring up image number one. Image number one from this man's Facebook, March seventh, last month. I talk about a lot of stuff from anti-racism to advocacy. No, that's wrong. He talks only about anti-racism to hip hop, to working out and never ever not once have I been charged with or assumed I was speaking for all white people. That's a privilege I have to speak freely and not worry about it indicating or having an effect on my race. And if you have it, well, you know what? I'm black and I have it. People don't assume that I speak for all black people. Think about it for a second. Like really think about it and consider how it is you frame or receive the things you hear when it when in a conversation with a Black person, especially if you hear something that may be hard to hear. Hmm, right? I mean, when you talk to a Black individual, do you sit there and think about, do you frame your conversation? These people see racism everywhere. Let's start with ourselves and make sure we're not asking or expecting our Black friends to carry the weight of speaking for their entire race their shoulders. What a stupid! When you talk to a black person, do you assume that they're speaking for all black people? Do you assume I speak for all black people? Uh, this this is this is how this man, this is how these people function. Let's bring up image number two. This is Tim Hoffman's Facebook page. This is last month. All right, y'all. So we went through the month of February and learned a lot about. Uh, a lot about of, a, a lot of learned about a lot of amazing black people in American history. That was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But now for March, it's time to get a little uncomfortable. So let's spend this month talking about white privilege. Wait, uh, is this image number two? Am I on the right one or are you on the right one, champ? Uh, I am on the right one. Do you want me to take this down? Oh, no, 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 no. You know what? I just realized I've got two images, both, both named number two. My fault. So, yeah, take it down and jump over to the other one, to the other number two, please. That's on me. Yeah, I, I sent it over and I labeled them both the same way. That's my bad. Is it this one? That's the one. So, uh, let's talk about white privilege. Learning about it, understanding it, seeing examples of it, acknowledging it, and then learning how we can leverage it for good. The last time I did this, two years ago. I got death threats, hate mail. One guy told me I'd be eating through a tube when he was done with me. Gee, I wonder why. But I beg of you, don't let two words send you over the edge. Don't threaten to kill me or hurt me. Instead, think about it. Look around, and on and on it went. All about white privilege. Now, let's go on to the next one. I think the next one is image number three, but you may have it as number two. You'll figure it out. That's why you make the kind of money you make. Our kids have experienced so much racism inside their educational experience over the last seven years that we have had to develop a racism protocol for our family. Again, I think he's, he's adopted white children and our black children and God bless them for doing that. Read that again. We have a racism protocol. What it means in a nutshell is that one of our kids, okay, I'm gonna skip this one now so it's, it's talking about his kids and I'm not gonna cross that line, but there you go. So racism 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 it's everything is racism it's everywhere you can't escape it it's uh, everything's racist let's go to image number four i don't know what it's like to feel like the other in america not in school in church in a store on the streets on a field nope it's super easy for me to arrange to be comfortably surrounded by my race pretty much at all times Maybe once said to me, Daddy, every time we're in class, they teach us about MLK Jr. or somebody else. Everybody turns and looks at me. It's weird. She's right. It is weird. I have a total mind that I have never had to experience what that feels like. Think about it. So, in other words, even children in school, okay, they talk, we talk about MLK in school and everyone looks at the black kids. But all the white kids are basically racist. Let's go to the next image. Let's go to image five. Hey, just giving you, a, give you an idea of who this guy is. Privilege and supremacy over the last couple of centuries have ensured that I am taught over and over that all white people built this great nation. Great nation is because he hates this country. We, doesn't leave it, but hates it. We raise our hands and remove our hats to bow down to a flag that represents a country that our whitewashed history tells us was established and perfected by people who look just like me. The truth is, it was established for people that look like me on the backs of people who don't look like me. Our white privilege has kept us from ever really having to study, learn, or accept and acknowledge that. But here's hoping to that changes soon. Let's do one more. Let's do the next image. I've never had to worry about being followed or harassed or even questioned while I enter a story or any kind, But my black friends have. I've witnessed it myself be treated fairly and them not when entering stores together. Okay, so he went into a store with a black friend, someone who works at the store, treated the black friend who's standing right next to him disrespectfully or or some, some, some disparaging way, but not him, even though they're together. I've always gone into stores with the full privilege of not having to worry or wonder what the employees or store owners are thinking about me. That is privilege. Okay, we'll skip the rest of it. You get the idea. So this is just a social justice warrior, constantly offended, hate America liberal. And I could get into my experiences as a black American. Take it down, take it down, uh, Creed, uh, Zach. So I could get into my experiences as a black American. How i walk in and out of stores all the time almost every day i don't get harassed by anybody okay i could get into it and i live in this skin but see you can't bother telling people like this the truth even though i'm black i can't tell him even though he's white how wrong he is because he hates this country and he sees we all see life through the lenses that we choose to wear and what these people you know in life we tend to find that which we're looking for. You tend to find what you seek. And if you believe that there's racism everywhere, racism permeates our culture, white supremacists are taking over, there's a white supremacist hiding behind every blade of grass, you can't walk into a black person, you can't walk into a store or a bank. If if you if that's what you look for, guess what you're gonna find, right? Whereas if you believe that this country is fundamentally good, provides opportunities unlike any other country in the world, that this there's beauty in all things. If, if that's what you're through life looking for, that's what you're going to find. So this is a radical, angry leftist who is angry with me for talking about his words that he put on the internet. I didn't put them on the internet. I just talked about them. Okay, what does it say? If you read a poem or you read or you say anything publicly and you're so ashamed about what you yourself said that you don't want other people talking about it, is the problem the other people? Or is the problem you? See, Hoffman, your problem isn't me. Your problem is the man in the mirror. But as previously mentioned, you picked the wrong fight. Okay. Storm's coming. You want to play this? You want to get me damaged on YouTube, which is a source of revenue for me, one of the ways I put a ham on the table and feed my family. You want to mess with that? Brother, I didn't ask for this. You did. Okay, so that's tonight's memo on Uncle Tom Talks. We're going to close the show with real fake headlines i managed to save just enough time to squeeze in real fake headlines. If you've never played real fake headlines before, this is very simple. I'm going to read you four headlines. Three of them are real. One of them is fake. All you have to do is pick the fake. Headline number one on screen, please. Ukrainian an anonymous Ukrainian official admits Hunter Biden funding scheme. Okay, headline number two, New York City Council, New York City Council's massive budget ignores reality and inflation, headline number three, investment bank will pay travel expenses so employees can get abortions more easily, and headline number four, Purdue professor, blasted for saying trans swimmer leah thomas should be celebrated like jackie robinson she's a trailblazer who's good for women's sports okay so there's your four headlines i'm going to give them to you one more time but if you want to play real fake headlines all you have to do is go to the chat however you're watching uncle tom talks if you're watching live right now and put in a number one two three or four whichever one you think is the fake and we'll see if you can outsmart Uncle Tom Talks. Okay, here they are again. Rapid fire, headline number one. Anonymous Ukrainian official admits Hunter Biden funding scheme. Headline number one. New York City Council's massive budget ignores reality and inflation. Headline number three, investment bank will pay travel expenses so employees can get abortions more easily. And headline four, Purdue professor blasted for saying trans swimmer Leah Thomas should be celebrated like Jackie Robinson. She's a trailblazer who's good for women's sports. You get a couple of seconds. I want to wrap this up in minutes. So if you want to vote and participate in real fake headlines, just put one, two, three, or four in the chat. I do not have the ability to see the chat, but Zach does, and he'll let me know where the where the big money is coming in. We got a couple ones, a couple threes, and a couple fours. People aren't biting on the two. So nobody thinks number two is fake. Is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Let's start the reveal, and we'll start the reveal with number two. Okay? So put the headline for that up. One more time. The council's massage ignores reality and inflation. And put the image, what, what image is this number? Uh, number nine. This is true. This is from the New York Post. You people are shoot. Last month, Mayor Eric Adams proposed a $101 billion city budget for the fiscal year that starts July 1st, about 1% more than de Blasio's final budget. Now the city council is rewriting the document. The council's massive proposed spending increases shows that if the mayor isn't living fully in the reality of high inflation, the council is fully in Fantasy land. The City Council of New York wants to increase spending by another $1.3 billion over the $101 billion that the mayor has already proposed. <laughs> all they do is spend, raise taxes, and spend, spend, spend. That's all they do. New York City, I mean, are you kidding me? Okay. Let's do the reveal on, let's do headline number three. Headline number three got a couple votes. Put headline number three on screen. Investment bank will pay travel expenses so employees can get abortions more easily. This one corresponds with image number 10. This is true. This is true. Uh, This, I believe, is Citibank. I've lost the, yeah, Citigroup. Citigroup will pay travel expenses for employees seeking abortions. They wrote in a financial filing for shareholder shareholder meeting next month that in risk changes in reproductive health laws in states in the U.S., beginning in 2022, we provide travel benefits to facilitate access access to adequate resources. So if a a Citigroup employee lives in a state where access has been tightened, they will pay to fly that person to a state where she can get an abortion more easily. What is it with abortion? it, It is the devotion that the left has to that medical procedure is incredible. If you have a broken leg, if you break your leg in a snowmobile accident and you work for Citigroup and there's a specialist in another state at resetting femurs, will they pay for you to fly there? No. If you need a special kind of dental work and there's a specialist in another state, will they pay you? No, abortion is in its own category of medical procedures that must be paid for and protected at all costs. Nothing else. It's just bizarre. Okay, we had a couple of votes for headline number one. Let's put headline number one up on screen. An Iranian official admits Hunter Biden funding scheme. This headline corresponds with image F6. Doesn't it? I think it does. Uh, F6? Well, I said F because I didn't want to use the word fake because I would tell everybody. This is the fake. Well, that guy's figured it out. That's the fake. That went up. An anonymous Ukrainian official has brought that to bear as of yet that I'm aware of. And that just leaves headline number four. Headline number four. On Mr. Producer, the Purdue professor, blasted for saying trans swimmer Leah Thomas should be celebrated like Jackie Robinson corresponds with image number 11. Yeah, and there it is from the days. Talk about just the bizarreness of liberalism. Men competing with and defeating women is somehow good for women's sports. How do you explain that one? And well, we we'll all see where this is going. If we continue down this trail, it's just a matter of time until men own all athletic records. All of them. If we continue down this path, men are, generically speaking, bigger, faster, stronger. We could jump higher. We have more muscle mass. We have about nine pints of blood in our body. Women only have about six. I mean, in terms of athletic performance, the male is superior to the female in terms of athletic, for most athletic competition. That's just a fact. That's why there's an NBA and a WNBA. That's why there's a men's Olympics and a women's Olympics. If we were to get rid of that category classification, And say, let's just race all the men and all the women. No woman would ever win. That's not a slight on women. That's just biological fact. Yet you have liberals saying that men defeating women. This swimmer, Leah Thomas, this, this swimmer never loses. This man defeating women is somehow good for women's sports. When you can explain that to me, I'm all ears. That's been Uncle Tom Talks for Thursday evening. I hope I don't want us today. Is this Tuesday or Thursday? This is Thursday. I hope you all have a wonderfully blessed weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Sorry, I, I know I abused my airwaves tonight to rant about a personal situation. Chances are I'll do it again. But you know what? When we see injustice, when we see people abusing Other people, and in this case, I'm being abused. Tim Hoffman going to YouTube and claiming a fake copyright to get a copyright infringement marker hung on me. That's abuse, and I don't stand for abuse. I don't stand for it one bit. And the next time you get an update, the next time I present to you the last chapter of this story, believe you me. I'm going to be the one standing on top. Derek over. Uncle Tom Talks, signing off. I will see you next time around. Thank you guys for joining us with Uncle Tom Talks. Derek Wilburn will be back on Tuesday to give you some more truth prompts. We will see you at 4 p.m. Mountain Time and look forward to seeing you then. Thank you very much.